for good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are across the globe. Welcome to On the Sofa with yours truly, Esther Austin. Well, with me today, I am interviewing a gentleman by the name of Will Roy. Now, I don't know how I could coin this guy. I mean, I usually ask my guests in a nutshell in a peanut shell or a crab shell, who are you? But this gentleman's got such a huge energy. I might have to just go for, um, I don't know, uh, a crab shell? Who are you with a crab shell? <laughs> <laughs> a crab shell? Oh, that's, a, that's a new question right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> ooh, that's a tough one. Um, well, I'd say I'm a music lover, first, first and foremost. It's just kind of always been there, and I, I imagine it always will be. Yeah, I suppose if... If everything else was taken away, yeah, music would always be there, I suppose. So I guess I guess that's me in a nutshell. Well, that's that's good because I was interviewed a couple of weeks ago and they asked me the same question and it threw me as well. So it's a, <laughs> it serves me right being on the other side. Right. So, you know, it's a real pleasure interviewing you today because we're going to be talking about Home Ground, the Wilroy yeah. remixes. Right. So, <laughs> so Wilroy, you know, when you're producing, what are some of the inspirations that you draw from? Because I know that this particular album, they said it's got a, an award-winning humanitarian music project so obviously you are about social aspects you are about people you are about humanity so when you are actually putting a project together what's the process for you um, what's the process well uh, really it depends really because if i'm working with a singer and they're they're the featured artists it's really just allowing their sort of expression to come through their artistic voice and, and sort of allowing that to to um to be known really um so I, I, in a way, I'm just trying to get out of the way mm. um, and just allow something to happen as naturally as possible, mm. hopefully. Mm. Um, but I suppose for my own work, um, yeah, I suppose it's just being as you know unfiltered as you can, because um, you know if you're making music, it's uh, it's easy to be um, you know swayed by you know public opinion or trends and all that. Mm. So it's it's something and. Again, you want to consider that sometimes, um, especially if it's, you know, um, a certain things going on in the world or something yes. like that. It's it's hard to ignore things like that as well. Um, but yeah, I suppose it just depends what 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 goes into your music, really. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this whole thing about being a humanitarian, where does that stem from? Because that's obviously coming from a very sort of personal space as well, even though you're leaving things unfiltered. But, you know, that's quite a powerful and personal space, um, Milroy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's certainly part of... I mean, yeah, you can't really ignore something like that. Um, and I think on this project, certainly Stephen, um, Stephen Emmer, he... Um, that was that was the mission statement I think for this was um, you know making some music that's of today that's certainly harkens back to the the sonics of you know um, symphonic soul the mm. the 70s records that we all love and are yeah. you know influential on well everything that we do today. Yeah, excellent. And you know how has the um, album been received? What's the take up of it? Because you know, I know you've got some good reviews, but from you personally, how has it been received? Yeah, uh, quite well, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that uh, I think that remixes in particular are um, maybe not in vogue, I suppose, um, at least the way it seems to me. But um, but my approach was this with this uh, project was to 
basically reinvent the songs without without sort of um, eliminating the the social aspect of it and the, the lyrics really which were central to it um, so because oftentimes you find in, in remixing um, you know it's, it's very much um, deconstructed or heavily manipulated so I, I wanted to have the vocals as they were basically uh, and then I'd create sort of a new world around that I love that you create a new world around that. That's just really expansive. Sorry, I know sometimes when I speak, I'm sort of speaking sort of almost like, sounds like biblical speak, but um, that's, that's how I experience things. Because like I said, when I listened to um, the, the album, I was quite blown away, you know, by the, not just by the lyrics and the meaning, but also the, I would say the timbre of, of the voices, um, because they lent, you know, to this whole, come up with really big words today it lent to this whole sort of pop puree of everythingness if that if that makes sense um and yeah absolutely well there's there's lots of very um very diverse sort of tones in terms of the, the singers on there mm-hmm. although they are sort of coming from like a r&b soul funk kind of jazz kind of slant it's yeah no you're absolutely right there's a <laughs> There's quite the variety, I suppose. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And Jimmy, obviously, you talked about that some of the artists um, that you've worked with, you know, Lou Reed, Chaka Khan, Pat- Patty Austin. I'm like, wow, you know, and many others. What was it that you got from working with these? I would say high-profile artists, you know, artists who've been on the scene for a long time. They are legends in their own right. So what was it like to bring all of these amazing people together under one roof and create this magic? Uh, well, that, honestly, that question might be better for uh, for Stephen because um, he's really the, the mastermind behind the whole the whole project. He's, he's the one that really corralled all these, you know, these wonderful talents and largely American, I would say, together for the project, yeah. I mean, you know, you got people like Shaka Khan, uh, Kendra Foster, Mary Griffin, all these, you know, Frank McComb, all these names and uh, how he was able to <laughs> corral them all together and get them on this project. Uh, it's it's quite the feat, honestly. And because of the sort of far-flung position of, of everyone, I think a, a lot of it was done remotely, as this project was for me, because we've never actually been in the same room together, really. I mean, you can do everything these days in that way. Certainly a lot of collab- artist collaborations take place that way. <coughs> Right. Okay, Wilroy, thank you for joining me today. Now, you've worked on an album, um, Homeground, the Wilroy Remixes. Just tell us a little bit more about your process with this album. Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, uh, well, I suppose the the sort of guiding force um, with this was was really maintaining the um, integrity of the vocal performances um, because I felt like they they told the story of... made this collection of songs a, a, a unit, basically. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, oftentimes in remixes, um, the vocals can be deconstructed and um, chopped up in a way where the, the narrative doesn't really come through, yes. I suppose. I suppose the challenge with this was with trying to create a new world in which these voices could live in. And also I, I found that the strings were central to it. Well, I suppose it's... We call it symphonic soul. You can't really have symphonic soul without the strings. So that was so keeping them involved in the songs still was important to me, I think. Okay, okay. And so how did the collaboration between yourself and Stephen Emma come about? Okay. Um well he um he had heard some stuff that I'd done over the radio in Amsterdam, I suppose. And um yeah, he uh, he just reached out to me, let me know about the uh 
the work that he'd done and just said, you know, some point in the future, it'd be nice to put our heads together and see if there's something there anyways. Yeah. So a couple months after that, I suppose, yeah, he just offered up the idea of reinterpreting his album. Yeah. We managed to do six tracks out of it. Yeah. It's interesting because he did say the incredible remix has offered a radical change harmonically. I believe Will Roy is the best remixer of today. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, you know, there's remixing, there's remixing, there's footballers and there's footballers, but you obviously have um, an inherent talent to have taken on a project like this and for it to have been so successful. And when did you actually first realise that you have the gift or the skill to work on remixes? You know, where where does that come from, Will Roy? Uh, That's a good question. Well, um, I suppose it was just, it was something that I just kind of came upon because I I suppose I started out doing more instrumental things, um, just, you know, guitar and all that. And then that kind of lent itself to production work. And then I'd say the remixing thing just came about just from a want to uh, just experiment, really. And um, it was just as as an outlet, really, because I find sometimes, you, you know, there's lots of compromises that you have to make um working with other folks of course and just in your own mind when you're trying to create something and uh, i found that remixing sort of eliminated a lot of that so it was just a very like pure sort of unfiltered way in which to make music so i suppose i just i enjoy that side of it mm-hmm. and i think you might have touched on this in a, in a question i asked you previously but how hard or how easy or how difficult or how challenging was it for you to do these remixes and still keep the essence of the original track in place. Yeah, well, a lot of that was to do with, yeah, just keeping the, the prime elements that I, I felt like were the sort of skeleton of the um, of the songs. And sometimes that is something like the chord progression or certain instruments, things like that. But I felt like that was all just something I could do without. And so, yeah, harmonically, it's very, very radical, I suppose, uh, compared with the originals. But yeah, yeah, just keeping the, the vocals and strings front and center. And I know this might be a bit of a difficult question for you to put into place, but as of all the six tracks on the album, which two would you say are your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tricky. Um, oh, I, I would say definitely um, Close to Life, definitely, because I, I think that one's probably best representative of the sort of ethos of the whole project, really. That sort of duality of despair and hope and i think that was with the sort of two contrasting sections in that song i'd say that yeah definitely that one and maybe oh i'd have to say soul glow actually because that one's just a because that that one's more like a in my mind like a more typical sort of remix where it's it's very concentrated and uh, immediate yeah and it's interesting because each of the the title tracks you know close to life own again everybody's moving even by the titles themselves for me they really do symbolize an aspect of our journey and our own human experience and then throughout the song i you know it unravels does that make <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I can hear that, yeah. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's that's an interesting insight into just the, the titles themselves, yeah. That's right. And so what else is going to be happening with you, Wilroy? What can we expect next from you after this, done this amazing album and been on tour? So what's in the pipeline? Well, I'm, uh, I'm supposed I'm, I'm mainly focused on getting out a uh, another uh, second EP, rather, of my stuff. I suppose it's, it's sort of taking shape now. There's um, there's about three, three, four tracks at the moment moment that uh, that I've got together so I'm nearly there I think again a little more a little more left field you know there's I think my treatment of vocals in it's a, a little different than what I've done before where this time in contrast with the home ground the, the vocals are very much deconstructed manipulated I suppose so, so that, that seems to be the over 
overarching sort of um, sound of it, but I'll, I'll have to <laughs> have to pull them all together and figure out what they all mean to each other and all that. Excellent. So. A lovely scientific project. <laughs> yeah, something like it, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Stephen, Emma. And where can people get... Well, we got off to a little wobbly start, but it was a good start. Yeah, I, no worries, yes. I can mix and match, and, and I can do my own remix with yeah, this interview. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Cutting it up, yeah. Okay, well, Wilroy, thank you so, so much. And, um, you know, well done. Well done on oh, this. Because, like you. I said, when I listened to oh, it, I, I, was, I was really blown away, and I just had to try to get you. So all the best, and I'm sure we'll be hearing so much more from you in the future. Oh, great. It was nice talking to you, Esther. All right.